Keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lied. My, my future got me checking. The yo, time. yo, 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 what's good? What's happening? Listen to threes from the rain. I forgot what episode we on. I think it's 89. Could be right, could be wrong. Either way, this your boy Chris J. Got the whole, I got a uh, boy Trail Sav on here. Hola. And we got our boy Tyler on here, a uh, friend of the show. Hello, everybody. All right. Cool, cool. So we got a lot to discuss on this episode. Uh, we got UFC recaps. NBA playoffs have started, so we got to drop our predictions. Uh, and on the wrestling side of things, SummerSlam is this weekend, and Sonya Deville has a stalker. So, a lot to talk about in this episode, but uh, before we get into basketball and all of that, uh, Daytra, I'll let you lead lead in and uh, recap UFC. Oh, yeah. So, this week, I do not know the number of the event, but it was the UFC when Daniel Cormier um, retired. I want to say officially, in this in the sports game, until you go for like, Especially in UFC, until you're going for like two years, you ain't officially retired. George St. Pierre retired a million times. Um, and, you know, so on and so on. Chuck Liddell, believe it or not, had a fight within the last five years. I can't think of the year he had that fight, but he fought Tito Ortiz. And in a really <laughs> bad fight, Chuck Liddell's brain barely functions correctly, and he still had that fight. So, um... Yeah, so like I was saying, this is that 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 I don't want to say that time, but this is that um this is that situation. We're gonna come here. He's retired, but who knows? Because he said this one thing that everybody is leeching on to to say that is what's going to happen of him staying is that um <clears throat> that he um he said he only fights for championships and. If there's no chance, it don't look like there's any championships in his future. So I took that as he'll fight. He'll go out. He'll do one last fight if it's for a belt. And I think, and I get to that towards the end of what my little recap of what's been happening with the UFC, but there's a possibility that can't happen. Um, but right now, I just like to talk about the event. So a whole bunch of fights of people that, that you know people might not really care about. Um, so I'm gonna go to the just the to make the cause we got lots to talk about on the other sports today. So I'm gonna just go to the um the fights that that pretty much either people have money on or people want to know about, and that's two in particular: the Stipe and DC fight, and the Sugar O'Malley versus Sugar Shane O'Malley versus Verrera. I forget his first name, but it's like his last name is B E R A, something like that. Uh, in that fight, really really quick, uh, the Verrera guy came out explosive, really explosive. Um, but Sugar Shane was also doing his offense. But there was a time where he looked like he rolled his ankle. Um, and that pretty much was the swan, the, the swan song for my boy. 
um, after he did, after he like rolled his ankle or whatever the hell happened to his leg. Um, with that being said, he ended up getting a TKO loss, which was his first loss because of that. Um, and uh, we, we basically slowed down the hype train, which I thought was going to happen, to tell you the truth. Um, I thought his hype train was going to get slowed down because uh, that's just the that's, that's the unfortunate part of the sport that, that I love in the UFC is that hype trains just get slowed down. Um, and we can honestly do nothing about it as fans, uh, of said fighters and stuff like that. But, um, 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 I hope he's okay because it, I think even the MMA, the, the dude on YouTube, like the MMA MD or something like that, dude usually only make videos when somebody gets crazily injured. So I hope he's all right. No word on what has happened. Um, hopefully we get that soon. Um, but for... The Daniel Cormier versus uh, Stipe Miocic fight. Um, that fight was a really, really good fight. Two fights of people who are literally, it's a trilogy fight, so they know each other like the back of their hand. And it was a, a really good fight. Um, that being said, uh, do I believe Daniel would have won that fight? My heart wanted him to win because uh, I just think it caps out. I'm a narrative person. So I love the narrative of him being a a he walk out as the heavyweight champion, walk out as the greatest heavyweight of all time. And Daniel Cormier did everything right um, in terms of his career, and really just having that knock of Stipe and and and, um, and John Jones being the only person who could ever beat him, and it just sucks that he will always be the second best. Um, and I just it just it really. It really, because I've been starting to become a Daniel Cormier fan late in the game, probably when he um, beat Anthony Joshua, I mean, Anthony Johnson for the second time. And because I thought that Anthony Johnson can't wrestle to save his life. But also, when he, after he beat Anderson Silva, and I had to realize Anderson Silva was more washed in the clothes we got in our washer. <laughs> so I, um, I start to become a DC fan and really love how he fights and how he dominates. And Everybody the UFC thrown at them, at him, he beat the living crap out of, um, other than two people, really, other than two people. Um, and But the crazy thing is, any other fighter with that resume will be considered the GOAT. But unfortunately, Daniel Cormier lost to the greatest light heavyweight of all time and the greatest heavyweight of all time. Um, now, I sealed the deal. I'm slightly on the Dana White side of saying, you know, his eye was hurt before the Pope. The Pope made it worse, though. Um, his eye was definitely hurt before the Pope. Stipe was dotting him. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the eye Pope really messed that thing up. He couldn't see out his eye, you could tell. And then an injury came up. He had a scratch cornea. Uh, and Tyler said that's you, you basically blinded at that point because that happened to him. Um, mm-hmm. RP that nigga's cornea. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, DC, I respect the heck out of you if you so happily come across this. Um, you are and should be in somebody's top five list, you and mine, um, because of what you did in your career career and you did it the right way you dominated uh, you dominated everybody else but two people 
when you had like like twelve title fights in a row, defended both belts. Like what he was able to do as a champion. Now, that he would just always be second fiddle to the two greatest in their weight classes. Uh, but for Stipe, shout you. He really is that good. I do not see Francis Ngannou beating him anytime soon. But this comes to the last part of what I was going to say, that we might see Daniel again. My bad. You there? Um, now, they, the UFC and Dana are not just going to alt-right and say, and, and, and John Jones is hoping that he does, but it's always going to be a money issue, especially with this. Um, Yo, you there? You keep uh, falling out. Daytra? Now, right, it is looking like... John Jones is going to heavyweight. He is uh, vacating that title. And the match to be will be um, Dominic Reyes versus this dude named Blackowitz. Kind of like a knockout artist in the um, in the light heavyweight division. Uh, if you uh, encourage people to look up his highlight, he really is knocking niggas out. Um, so that's I look forward to that. But if John Jones so happily beat Stipe, right? Or Francis, whoever has a belt at that time. Daniel Cormier will come back to fight John Jones. Now, will Daniel Cormier beat John? Heck you know. But he will be back for that. Um, that's just how I see it. Um, but, like I said, that was UFC. I really fight the weekend. Things are only gonna get more exciting. We finally got the date for Paulo Costa versus Israel Adesanya. I believe that's September 25th. I'm gonna keep it buck. If that card ain't fire, crack screens it is. Um, but we got we got that, and then we have the the bout for um, one other person, um, another championship fight. Oh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Versus Justin Gagey, which should be the 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 I'm that's my fight I'm looking forward to. Been a huge Khabib fan over the last couple of years, and Justin Gagey is making me a fan of him. So seeing these two dudes about to go at it, get my palms sweaty. So um, yeah, that's UFC. Uh, there's a fight night this Saturday. Uh, I think it's Frankie Ager and somebody else, um, and that should be a good fight as well. All right. Cool. So that's the UFC teams. Uh, let's go ahead and get into NBA basketball talk. Uh, so NBA playoff. Well, no, before we do that, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on, because that's going to be a long discussion. Let's go ahead and talk about the Chicago Bulls. So Chicago Bulls finally fired Jim Boylan. Uh, God is a real good God that he is. Just made me feel good about that. And it was great to see and wake up that Jim Boylan is out of a job. So I was just really happy to see that. 
Um, so, shout out to the Bulls for finally getting rid of that bum. Uh, now it's just Ooh. wait and see on who is going to be the next coach of the Chicago Bulls. More likely it's going to be somebody young. That's how it's looking, uh, it's looking like to be. Uh, names that I've been seeing is Darvin Ham, former NBA player. I think he works for the, I think he's an assistant coach for the Pistons now. Uh, who else? Uh, Wes Unsell Jr., uh, he's the assistant coach on the Nets. I'm not surprised he has ties to, uh, to the current bat- basketball VP, so I'm pretty sure he left a, a meaningful impression. And then, uh, uh, assistant coach on Philly, I forgot dude's name. Something Udoka, kind of African. Never heard of dude. Yeah, dude with the African last name. Yeah, Emae Udoka or something. Uh, so those are the candidates. It might open up a little bit more. I'm hoping to see Kenny Atkinson, uh, former the dude who literally told uh, the Nets, "I can't do this no more." So uh, <laughs> I would like him. He he does a, he solely because of player development and just how well like i feel like he's respected enough like even though he got tired of kd and kyrie kd talked up talked him up pretty highly so and kd knows hoops if there's one thing he knows is hoops and following people's uh girlfriends so if if it's one thing i'm gonna hear kd talk about it is how you feel about a coach so uh so yeah so those are that's it on that please keep mark jackson far away from this team uh it's been five years now no over six over six years now if he hasn't found a job yet he don't want to work who mark jackson keep mark jackson so literally he's he has seen the warriors do their thing and nobody has yet to hire him yet so that's all that's that's all we need to know in regards to that keep him away from me keep uh if brett brown gets fired I would consider it. I would definitely consider Brett Brown. And if Luke Walden gets the boot, please keep him far away from me as well. Please. I don't need that bullshit in my life. But, uh, well, yeah, so those are my thoughts. Uh, you guys could talk about that. Uh, uh, add your thoughts on the Bulls' current coach. Uh, um, Go ahead, Tyler. Also, um, Adrian Griffin is most likely out of the running. That's why I didn't because mention of- He's, he's dealing with some type of domestic dispute for his ex-wife or he's getting accused of a lot of foul stuff. I don't know if it's true, but because we live in a time where it's like you can't, you know, you can't say that they didn't do it until you just know that they didn't do it. So, But overall, I think I thought the – I was happy about the firing. He just was not the right guy for the coach. He was another one of those, those guard pack yes-men that was just going to do what they wanted what they wanted to do and you know it was t- it's time for us to move on from that entire you know front office that wasted about a good 50 years of the bulls time um all the coaches that you brought up like that you know you just had something positive to say about i wouldn't mind them especially kenny At- atkinson i think he would be a good i think he could be one of those guys that can maximize the potential of Lauren marketing possibly. You know, I'm just glad we're moving in the direction where we're open to change. 
that's my that's my main concern. I'm not expecting anything big to happen right now. I'm just glad that the organization is open to change again. Yeah, um, for me, I think Chicago Kings. Uh, I mean, um, Chicago Timberwolves. I, I mean, <laughs> Chicago Knicks. Wait, no, no, that's my bad. Uh, what's the team that didn't make the playoffs in a while? Any team other than the teams that's currently like I, I don't care. Like it's it's a lot. Like we, it's a lot that's gonna have to uproot this 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 thing in Chicago when for that 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 losing basketball team to make it a winning basketball team. That current roster ain't gonna be able to do it. It's gonna take somebody to, and I think AK can be that guy. But it's gonna take somebody to like uproot all the bad decisions and start making good ones. It's gonna be some time, but I believe somebody's gonna be able to do that. Um, keep it buck. People saying, "Oh man, Zach Levine must be happy." Y'all gonna be saying, "Y'all gonna be saying that when folks got on some purple and gold next year," and y'all watching Danny Green shoot wide open threes but missing them. Um, hell. All in all, um, I pray for the Bulls. But when this all fails, in the words of Nick Diaz, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> it should have fail. Like, this is the same. AK built the Nuggets. So, if you – if he fails to do this correctly, then he lucked up with the uh, Nuggets and he kind of finessed the Bulls. In the process of building the Nuggets, because there was a point we had Gary Harris and Yusuf Nurkic, and he he got both of them. Even though Nurkic is right now in Portland, but he saw the talent. He could, yep. he saw the talent. Nurkic is so. talented. Exactly. So, but yeah. Uh, but go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and talk playoff basketball. So the play NBA playoffs as well undergoing. We're pretty much on night two, day two of the playoffs. Uh, as we're recording this podcast, Lakers in Portland is uh, the last game on right now. Currently watching it. Uh, how many more bricks is all I can say right now. Uh, but yeah, so since we're on the topic of, let's just go ahead and talk about the Lakers right now. Uh, a lot of hype with this series in itself, like with the Lakers and Blazers. Uh, a lot of hot takes. You got people I have like Charles Barkley and a lot of. Uh, spur of the moment people believing that the Blazers will actually take down the Lakers and bit cap to me but I understand because Dame is looking like a god amongst men but uh, that team plays absolutely no defense and literally who is going to guard LeBron James and Anthony Davis especially when they both get hot at the same time so I still believe the Lakers will win this series uh it will be an interesting, fun series to watch. No lie, like the media is needs a playoff of opening round series that's going to be hot, and this is the oh, hot series. Coming. This is the hot series to talk about. Is it a possibility though that this series can go seven? Yes. Should it? Hell no. Lakers should sweep these niggas. It's a good chance they could, based off the score right now. It's probably not going to happen, but. I have the Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Um, 
like it's just gonna be a game where Dame just does whatever the hell he wants and it just be like that and then just the history of LeBron in first round series the past few years that nigga does not give a damn about the first round he'll do what is necessary to get by but he will but I don't think LeBron takes first round series you know this will be the series that he may have to take series from jump but uh yeah Lakers in five or six Uh, I'm optimistic. I'm not trying to get my hopes on that team. Um, it's just, it's just like, like I said, I'm a narrative guy, and they ain't making the hell out of that narrative that that he could do it, not go all the way. No, that Clippers team will fucking send that dude home in less than five seconds. But <laughs> it's just, just the problem that everybody knows, and it will be a hard fought series for the Lakers, even if it goes five. Um, they can't guard guards. They can't. It's, it, they, they, it's, it's shown they they are unable to guard guards, bro. If it's two good wings, they can do they they can do uh, a good job. But when it comes to, to 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 legit guards, they can't do it. And Dame is the elite guard right now. He is the bubble hooper. Um, and with that being said, I don't like it's going to be a hard unless they have some scheme of working that out. And then plus, it's, it's, it's all hampered on AD being AD. And if AD can't be an AD, then we're going to have a lot of problems. Um, and I mean, not AD being somebody who only get 15 to 5, well, a little two steals and stuff like that, and they want to get. I need no AD got to get 36, 11, two blocks, three steals, get like four assists. You got to be amazing because it's his team technically. No matter what, he's the youngest and the best player on that team. And I know Brian is on that team, but he is the best player. Uh, he has to he has to step up and, and and be the best that he has. No, Brian's resume is that Brian is going to be. Even though the crazy thing is the narrative is going to be if they lose, it's on Brian. Just because he is the more popular, more well-established player. But we know what Brian will give. We got to see what you're going to do. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, if they lose, Joe's going to fly, but I'm not surprised if they win, Joe's going to fly and I'm not surprised. So it's not like any, none of this series is me going to be shot at anything that happens. Yeah. Cause that's just the bubble. <laughs> anything can happen in the bubble. G. Folks. Yeah. But I will say this. I did say on early, like a probably my season prediction that Dame has the potential to pull off a dirt type playoff run. It could be this year. It could be next year. But Dame has shown the flashes of it's like it's like when in the Dragon Ball Z movies where they kept teasing Super Saiyan and and all of that on the movies. But then Goku finally goes Super Saiyan. It's Dame when it comes to this playoff run of legend. Of legend, it could be this year. It might be next year. It might be three years from now. But it's going to happen. We don't know when though. So no. So, all right, we're back. Uh, technical issues. Uh, Tyler, you can go ahead. Uh, your thoughts on that series. Um. Oh, I was saying that 
even though I, I do like the narrative that there could possibly be an upset during the playoffs. And I do, I was one of the people that believed that, you know, the Blazers, either the Blazers or the Heat can be one of those type of upset type teams. But I don't think it's going to happen against the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers are definitely the better team. Uh, they will probably get a game off of them. Dame is, is really on a high horse right now, but the thing about it is he can't keep that up by himself. He's going he's gonna to eventually burn out, and we've seen it happen before. Unless, it's, like you said, like, unless he's really, you know, about to have a dirt run. But we just you never know that that's going to happen until it happens. So. But I do like I, – I was definitely hoping for this matchup. I felt like the Trailblazers would have just been a, just as fun of a matchup against the Lakers as the Suns could have been if they would have made it to the playoffs because Devin Booker, you know, finally getting his first playoff run and would have been – well, playoff series then, I should say. It would have been nice to see. So maybe next year for that. But I definitely see the Lakers winning in five. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and move. No, let's just stick west because I don't want to go back and forth between conferences. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Clippers versus the uh, Maverick series. Uh, that is the Clippers are currently up 1-0 after a, I would say, a kind of controversial type of game to an extent. Uh the, hey Chris, know, bro, yo, yeah. yo, audio keep going in and out. All right, I'm a hold on. Let me connect Ethernet cable. Give me a second. Hold on. All right, uh, I'm back. But uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the, excuse me, Clippers and Mavericks. But yeah, the Clippers up one zero. Controversial, uh, controversial type game. Porzingis got ejected, and Porzingis getting ejected really was a very interesting thing to happen because. When you look at it, that's not something you eject a player for in the playoffs. I don't care we're in the bubble or not. You just don't eject a player. All he did was look out for his teammate. They say it was an escalator, but I'm like, nigga, all he did was just walk up and look out for Luka but, uh, and literally was going to punch uh, Marcus Morris in the face if need be. But I feel like that was a weak, weak ejection, and to me that was an example of the fix being in. Because we know the league wants the Clippers and Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, regardless. If they can get that, they will get that. But uh, but it changed the whole tide of the game because even though Porzingis was not dominant, his presence was felt, and the Clippers had to make adjustments for him. And him being off the court showed because all they had to do was zero in on Luka. So. But I still believe the Clippers will win this series. It might be... I think the series is going five as well. It could go six. If Luka could turn down the turnovers and still drop 40, it could go six. So. Yeah, uh, for me, um, my thoughts on the whole thing is uh, is uh, I can see the – oh, my fucking God, this game. I can see the um, what's that team called? The 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 fix being in for Dallas, man, it's 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 crazy though. Uh, I don't, I don't. When I was looking at the Clippers, I I couldn't watch the game in full. I was just looking at the um, 
I was just looking at the clip to see the clips to see like you know what's what's everybody talking about. Um, it it was it didn't look like and this is the thing I hate to be that because I don't want to seem like you know I'm saying this stuff to 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 gain some type of like to have some type of agenda or something like that because I don't always think of agenda. But Patrick Beverly does this shit all the time. And will forever not have any penalty for that. Like I'm I'm not even talking about like like it's oh man, he, he just he just left. Like to the point that the league knows that he does this and nothing happens. Like nothing. I would say he was worse than Goddard. Dynasty Warriors dream on and being annoying and doing stuff that you can get away with. He talks shit, he claps, he get it, he instigates. But why? And, and you know, to, to a lesser extent, Marcus Smart does it too. But my question is for that, why can a player, why can a player who I guess is known for that type of style of play get away with that when others can't? And it, it makes no sense on the end of like the NBA and the refs because I do I believe the fix is in no, but it was like you gave this man two texts in a playoff game where in other games people are getting elbows thrown around fouls and stuff like that and the same thing is happening with with like the Lakers situation with the Blazers right now it's like a lot of petty ass fouls getting called mm-hmm. like it takes. It, it takes the, the intensity out of the game when you do that shit. Nobody asks the motherfuckers bones to get thrown, but shouldn't nobody be getting no tech unless somebody getting like literally physically, I mean, emotionally abused by words. That's the only time somebody should be getting attacked in this game. Translation like, calling but, LeBron a bit. Huh? Translation calling LeBron a bit. You know, using his ticket word, but Draymond didn't get ejected for that. He got ejected for kicking the nigga in the nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. <clears throat> this whole little situation with, um, with, uh, with, like, the league and stuff like that, it's not with the league, but with that team and getting ejected. Because it's not like, bro, it's, I'm not going to say it's like they bailed the Clippers out, but you ejecting a second best player. On a playoff team, for God knows what, will go down in the history as one of the most disrespectful things to the Mavericks, bro. Even Mark Cuban liked the dot darn clip of when Luku was shaking the hands of the ref at the end, saying that he was uh, a sportsmanship of the uh, the enemy team. Because everybody in their mama knew that that was a. That that was a a bad officiating job. So, kind of ticked me off, but it is what it is. It's like, and they thought the crazy thing is, you don't need if it was a fixing, right? You don't need to help the Clippers. They have a Finals MVP on that team. 
with a whole bunch of other niggas. What was the point? Well, as Cardi B would say, what was the reason? That kind of, that kind of ticked me off. I was kind of ticked off off that. Yeah, that, like, that was a, like I just don't like that. Dude. I, yeah. I just don't. Like, I agree. It's not needed. No, it makes people push the narrative that you know certain things are rigged for certain teams to get up. You know the marquee teams to get upper hand. But I will say this: I don't think they would do that for a team like the Bucks. Oh yeah, hell no, hell um, no. I don't th- and we had a discussion earlier about them too, about like how, you know, what did we say? We said that um, how oh, we'll talk about the Bucks. Uh, later. How, like, yeah, like how the Bucks they don't have a a prime time spot. They literally played like one of the, the earliest games today, and they're the number one seed. Like they don't get the that same respect that um. That you know the Lakers and the Clippers would get. Yep, we'll go in detail on that later, though. Stick to the yeah, I, I, right I completely agree on. Just like I don't, and the thing is, I don't want to call it a head job, bro. Because I think that's that's too easy to call it that. You know what I'm saying? I think it's too easy to call it a a a a the league is trying to 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 make the Mavericks lose. This ain't like a, this ain't like a when David Stern actively said, "I just want to see the Boston Celtics versus the Lakers in a finals type situation." You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but it looks like it, it was stupid. It it was really stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. But uh, so, who y'all got? Clippers or Mavericks in this series? I got I got the Mavericks winning one. Got to. Mm-hmm. I got the Clippers in Clippers in five, five or six. All right, all right, cool. So moving on, uh, Nuggets and yeah, Nuggets and Jazz. Um, Nuggets is up one zero after exciting overtime game. Well, exciting to got to overtime. Let's put it that way. Uh, Donovan Mitchell dropped fifty seven. Uh, being that's the highest point total for for uh, a player his age since Jordan dropped sixty three against the Celtics and in, in which was also a losing effort. So uh, life lesson here: don't try to get career highs in the playoffs in scoring. We're just gonna throw that out there because uh, it will lead to L's. But uh, the Nuggets is up one zero. Um, I. After watching that game, and it's kind of unfortunate, I think that was the Jazz's best chance. Excuse me, best chance to like give the Nuggets a knockout punch and say, "Hey, we're here, uh, and we're not about to be held." But yeah, uh, but all that did was unleash the dragon known as Jamal Murray, <laughs> and I think we're getting close to Jam- playoff Jamal Murray becoming a form because he hooped last year in the playoffs. He hooped last year. Just Dame was a little bit better. Um, and Jokic was fat. Um, but 
I earned a lot of respect for Jamal Murray last year in the playoffs. So, that being said, uh, I have the Nuggets in six. Like, I think the, the Jazz still going to win a couple of games, but it's going to be one of those, like, gimme type games. But Nuggets in six. Uh, man, I got the Nuggets sweeping. Mm. Mm. Nuggets sweeping. Rudy Gobert is a fraud. Mm. Who the hell do the Jazz got? They playoff hope is gone. Um. Uh. It's. It's bro. The Blazers got twenty four fucking free throws right now. Yep. Definitely do, but right. But my bad. Uh, like I think the the, the Nuggets is just the definitions of they 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 are deep of what the Clippers think they are in terms of like depth. Just going up because nigga, I don't even know if Gary Harris is alive. Gary Harris. Let me see what's wrong with Gary Harris because gee, he had an injury in like mid like mid this season. I think it was like a lower extremity issue. I don't know if it was the knee or the ankle. Let me see. Gary Harris injury. What is wrong with Gary Harris? <laughs> oh, it's his hip. Yeah, Gary Harris has a hip problem, and and they and Will Barden is still out with a knee problem. So, but they did. They they extremely deep. They are. They are extremely deep. Um. And they have the opportunity to just. The crazy thing is, the Jazz don't have opportunities to toy with lineups against the Nuggets. And it's crazy to see in the playoffs, but the Nuggets do. They could try different things. They could try, god darn, Jotic playing even more of a point center than he already does mm-hmm. by bringing Bobo in. Because Gobert got to kick. Gobert got to guard Bobo. Cause just the height thing, right? The the and I understand Bobo to be his first playoff game or stuff like that. But bringing in Bobo for 15 minutes in the game while Gobert playing damn near the whole entire game because that's the only fucking defense. It can work, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but like on the Jazz, who are they scoring other than Donovan Mitchell? Uh, Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Mike Conley's out the bubble, but I think he came back today. So yeah, he, but that he ain't gonna be that till game three. Um, because there's there's no this is nothing. There's no like advantage of being in a bubble where you got no ain't no such thing as a home game. It's just those ugly ass fans in the crowd. Yeah, and half of them are white. Yeah, jazz age. Most, Most of them are white. All of them are white. All of them will be white. So like it's it's. Yeah, I don't see. I see a sweep. I can be wrong. I'm gonna say a sweep of five. No capping. Hmm. A sweep of five. I do not see this series last long. Like, I, not to go off subject, but, like, in terms of all the other teams, really, like the teams that's, like, the top four teams in the West, God damn it, the, the Nuggets and the Clippers got it the easiest. It's just that simple. And the Nuggets got it way easier than the Clippers with the Jazz. Because Nuggets, I mean, the Clippers got to deal with fucking Luka. And we just saw what Luka did in a losing effort. What if his team, you know, fucking winning? 
with a Steph Curry hitting all his shots. So, and in this situation, you ain't got nobody. Donovan Mitchell can only give you so much before the coach adjusts to Donovan Mitchell. Niggas thought he was D-Wade, bro. Niggas thought he was the second coming D-Wade. I ain't gonna let niggas forget that. Nope. They compared him to D-Wade. Um, but no. Uh, like I said, I don't... They, they, they... Trust me on that, bro. Like, the Nuggets good, bro. They will be seeing the Clippers in that second round faster than everybody think. If, I'm going to say this. If they do sweep the Jazz, that's... Going, my uh, my thoughts on the Nuggets will change. Uh, Tyler, you can go ahead. Uh, I kind of feel the same way. I don't think that the Jazz are all that were all that good to begin with. They have you know pieces that fit around each other, you know, for now. But the Nuggets are definitely a a, a better built team. They're younger. They're hungry. They got guys like you said. You can really switch up that rotation. Like you can go deep into the rotation. It could get to a point where. Like how that game that Marco Porter Jr. had where he, you know, he went, uh, I think what he had like 15 points without missing a shot. And they just made, had him sit the rest of the game and they just put out the rest of the, you know, they bench guys. Like it could get to that point with at least against the Jazz because they're that deep. So I don't see it going past five, if at all. Uh, then uh, the four versus fifth seed, and that is the Rockets versus OKC. Uh, Smoke. The Rock. But uh, go ahead. Smoke. That's oh, all I yeah. gotta say. James Harden, in the words of this guy named TJ on Twitter that we follow, James Harden got the meat out. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> James, bro. I don't see no way. I'm, I'm saying it's breaking news, my nigga. Unless Anthony Davis becomes Shaqton the second. Them Lakers going to have a hard time with them Rockets, bro. Like, game seven type hard time. It's possible. Bro, Ben McLemore playing like he got a goddamn Chris Middleton contract. What the hell? Westbrook ain't play. They don't have a center. And they smoked them boys. Smoke. When nobody on that court can look, look. If, if the, imagine the OKC got Chris Paul. And when I say when nobody on that fucking court can even think about, they got Chris Paul and Andre Robeson. Robeson really didn't play. Crazy. Crazy on ball perimeter defenders, bro. None Robeson of them didn't play hard. the game. He only played like four minutes. Still can't see harder. The four minutes, guess what he did, Chris? I don't know. Shit. Buckets. <laughs> That's what he let happen. Shaq got buckets thrown on him. Dork. I don't even know if Dork played. He, Dork he is did a or not. 3 and D guy. Buckets thrown on him. Nigga. It's, it's, the, the rock is smooth, bro. It's going to suck when they either lose to the Clippers or the Lakers, but they smooth, G. Uh, Excuse me. 
Can't nobody on that team. Nobody on that team, Chester. Joe, this is a sweep. I don't know, man. Unless, uh, unless Westbrook have an ass game. Joe Hardy can shoot 10 from 23 on the field but still got 80 points, bro. Like, it's just, it just that simple. Like, he he is a is a killer. He can beat them by himself. Like, Westbrook ain't got to come back anytime soon. He can beat them by himself, bro. I'm on that hard and coke train right now, bro. He letting the meat out. He I hear you. Up, no homo. I, like I, I hear you. I don't. Isn't I? This is. I still predicted that this is going to be the, my upset series, which is OKC at seven. It's just look, bro. Look, G. I'm stick. What I would have a magic upset in the Bucks so Greek Freak get an expedited trip out of Milwaukee. But nigga, what, <laughs> bro? And this is my re- look. OKC has played them good all season. All season. You just can't account for. And I, I didn't watch the game, but I looked at the box score. If Jeff Green is going to drop 20 on me, I know I lost that game. If Ben Blackmore turns into prime Steve Nash on the three-point line, I know I probably lost that game. But this is one thing about the Rockets, G, and you're forgetting. Just like it's a Mike D'Antoni team, they're going to shoot themselves in or out of games. They shot themselves well into this game. And sometimes, and I was telling Tyler this on the on the way to the crib, the Rockets' philosophy is we're going to shoot a three. Whether like It's like 2K, whether we're wide open, slightly open, heavily contested, or fucking smothered, we're shooting threes. If it go in, it go in. If it go in, it go in. So... That's the Rockets. If Je- if if they gonna make contested threes like that, it's nothing we can really do about it. Not nothing really, unfortunately. But I'm sticking to OKC and seven. I think defensively, if like OKC may have to step it up. The unfortunate part is Stephen Adams might be unplayable in this series. <laughs> LeBron just literally locomotive through there. Well, he didn't do that. terrible. He had a seventeen and twelve. Yeah, but it's just like you still. It's not. It's not necessarily because he don't, he play at the oh defensive side. He play at the rim. Yeah, it's like yeah, G, they need him at like, the perimeter. Like G, like he's not. He's he's just not mobile enough. It's like you can't have a traditional big. Uh, well, you could be a traditional big, but you can't be agile. It's like Jordan B is a traditional big. But he's agile as hell. So you can play him against the Rockets and be like, we're not going to die out here. But you can't be a big traditional five and think you're going to sit there and have to know, hey, I got to chase P.J. Tucker and Jeff Green at, at in the corners while still trying to hold, maintain the control of the rim. So that's my point. But so Neuron's Noel may get heavy minutes. Uh, you may have that. I don't know. Like, because honestly, I feel like OKC's three guard lineup is on par, can be on par with the Rockets' small ball lineup. It's just, and also, you kind of need to hope Gallinari can outscore Eric Gordon and other niggas on the court as well. So, but I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to stay, stand on the heel of OKC and seven. That's my hot take prediction. I'm not, 
I'm not. I'm nigga, not you just said. Nigga, you just said you need God Nari to score, bro. It's over. That's his job is to score. He's a scorer. Bro, it's fucking over, bro. Gee, his job is to score. Bro. His sole purpose they on that team on is to score. They on that Oklahoma City pack, bro. Rev up that plane. <laughs> tell them, nigga, tell Mickey and Mindy back. <laughs> tell them you love them. It was good. Thanks for the fishing. But, bro, nigga, Dennis Schroeder is damn near the third best player on that team. It's over. As he should. He said that like Dennis Schroeder, he's Not on par with Eric Gordon. But the third best player on the goddamn Raptors, I mean the Rockets, is some goddamn Ben McLemore. And folks playing like this nigga in the – he, he, he a goddamn – he play – the nigga playing better than Chris Middleton, though. We have a – there's a lot of people playing better than Chris Middleton, man. But yeah. he is paying what we – he is being what Chris Middleton should be. I'm not going to base yeah. Ben McLemore's production off one game because it's is, not just this one game; it's the whole bubble, bro. I he's been balling the whole bubble. Hey man, he earned himself a contract. Then that's the case. Gee, I'm telling you, he gonna get like ten mil or something like that, bro. Probably more. He probably get what Danny Green got because Danny Green ain't using it. <laughs> No, I'm serious though. Jokes aside, bro, rev up that plane, bro. I love you, CP3. I just whooped somebody on 2K with you. But, bro, I'm keeping it up, bro. This ain't it. You made the playoffs. You proved them niggas wrong, folks. But it's time to go off in that sunset, G. Ask for that trade oh, to the right, Knicks, bro. bro. Say, Giannis, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go to the Knicks with you, bro, and I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out for, in the East, G. You can win a ring now, folks. Please, bro. It's over, G. It's over. Tyler, go ahead, bro. Um, I'm still under the belief that they still have a chance to make this a series. It's only it's only one game, and um, I I just think that they're better than what what was shown. That's all I really can say. I think that they're better than what was shown. I don't think this is just the end all be all. James Harden is going to hoop, and. It is possible that he could beat them by himself. Like Westbrook could probably sit out this whole series if he wanted to, and he could. If James Harden gets into that mode, he could win. But like you, like Chris said, brought up a good point. They're a streaky shooting team sometimes. Sometimes, like they're gonna live. All right, Tyler, I lost you, G. Yeah, All right, I'm, I'm back. I, somebody called me right in the middle of what I was saying. Oh, well, go ahead. Um, but, like, they're, they're going to live and die by the three. It could be a game where they literally just shoot themselves out of the game. We've seen it before. We've seen them do it in the, in the heat of many moments against the Warriors, against, uh, against Portland. The Warriors. Primarily the Warriors. You know, We've seen it happen before. So I'm not just going to count them out off, off of one game. Now, if they walk into the next game and get and get slapped up, then it might be a different story. Yeah, then I will. I'm still going to die on my heel, but I'll be like, okay, maybe it's just not it. Plain and simple. But, uh, they ain't going to seven. 
I think it's going to seven. If OKC, going to six. if OKC, if it does, we just going to see four. <laughs> if it does get that far, then shame on the shame on the Rockets for letting it get that far. What to to what to seven? Yeah. It ain't it ain't seeing seven, bro. It's just it's not seeing seven, bro. I just can't fathom it. But we can we can move on to the boring right. series of the uh on the east. All right. What uh, can I say this? Because we ain't gonna have this much to talk about. Because I'm pretty sure none of us watch this game. Yo, fuck every media guy. Fuck everybody on Twitter. Fuck every Twitter page. My bad. I've been supposed to been stopped cursing a long time ago. But I'm sorry. I gotta say this. F every single body who said T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler have a few. It's not. It's garbage. T.J. Warren ain't cold. He's cold, man. He's, he's, he's cold. He ain't no bubble hooper. I'm taking the badge. I'm taking the badge. He's a ball. Come on, Tom. Why you going to take the badge? He ain't no bubble hooper. <laughs> He ain't a bubble. <laughs> he ain't a bubble. Man, this nigga, bro, bro, I ain't even gonna cap, Joe. We can start having that conversation that Jimmy Butler offensive game ain't all that. I wouldn't say that. No, 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 no. I but just you had smoked by Jimmy. You get smoked. Where's this thirty point off off seven for for freaking thirteen shooting or whatever he was doing and all that type of shit? Where's that at? Oh, Getting man. smoked. Oh, he man. ain't a bubble hooper. Yeah, take it. I'm taking it. We got to give it to somebody else now. Jason Tatum here. You are a bubble hooper now. <laughs> but why no, ain't gonna... being, you take the other half. You a bubble hooper. <laughs> they doing it. They, they being bubble hoopers right now. All right. But while we're on the topic of the Pacers and the Heat, uh, yeah, the Heat won game one uh, very decidingly. TJ Warren still had 22 over 20. So, like, come on, bro. Who, uh, else, who else going to stole Jack? Well, Victor, Victor Oladipo. So, I I mean, I'm trying to figure out what happened to Oladipo above all. He only played <laughs> yeah, five minutes. I was just going to say, he has, I haven't really heard much of him doing. Because the nigga the, playing on one leg, bro. Niggas think he, niggas think he good, but he ain't good. He he ain't, on one leg. He's not healthy at all. Like, I understand. Like, he should have just stayed, sat out the bubble like he originally intended to and get healthy. Because whatever's wrong with his, I think it's his quad or whatever. Hopefully it's not the quad shit. But, bro, if it is, you should have sat out, bro, for your own good. Because if not, we're going to start, like, bro, you're going to have to start that R&B career a lot sooner than you think. Man. Uh, a lot I would hate to see think. it. Exactly. I would I'd hate rather to see, see him boop. Not that he's a, you know, a bad singer and all, but I do enjoy seeing him boop. Well, he's helping. Exactly. Like, I, I have the utmost respect for Oladipo, G. I, I like the man. He's a hooper. But uh, if he can't – if he's not – he I, – I think he would have better off just sitting out the playoffs. Uh, it wasn't like the Pacers was going to miss any either way. It just seemed like – because, like, I feel like when I watch the Pacers, I've seen TJ Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, and that's it. So, like, they stand out more – the most and my brother should have went to the Lakers, bro. Should have went that dog. He could have went there, but Lakers uh went all in for Kawhi and see what happened. But uh, but uh, but yeah, but yeah. Overall, I have I have the Heat. The Heat should win this in uh six. I'm gonna give the Heat in six. One thing about the Heat, 
is offensively they get very lax sometimes. Like they like they they're a very grinded out team and if the other if they if they're having problems stopping the other team, their scoring gets really lax. So the Pacers may escape a couple of games, so I'm gonna say the Heat in six. It could go five, but I think the Heat in six right now. I'm gonna pick the Heat in six. Hey, hey, Tyler, bro, we gotta go. We gotta get Trish checked out, bro. That's that. That's that Rhea Timberg and me talking, bro. Nigga, it ain't. <laughs> you five is generous. <laughs> oh, it's generous. Love, man. The fuck are you talking about? I, 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 I mean, I see his point, but I would rather say five. Eric Spolter led playoff team with Jimmy Butler and a bunch of young, hungry niggas going against a team that was raised in Indiana with their best player being named TJ Warren. Technically, <laughs> it's Malcolm Brockton, but. What do you do, Chris? Ooh, which one? Brockton Malcolm or, Brockton. Uh, he had a good game based off. Look, I didn't watch the game yet, but off highlights stuff, he seemed like he had a good game. What was the score? <laughs> they lost, like, decidingly, of course, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris, and it's not like the Heat was playing God status ball. They played one of the better games from what I can tell. Nigga, they was just playing, bro. I seen some of I turned the shit off. Cause I was like, I don't I'm sorry for cursing by the way. I, Cause I don't like I don't like I don't like the 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 the, the, the narrative between fucking these two hate each other type thing. Jimmy Butler proving nigga you you garbage. You ain't a superstar. You just get more points than Chris Middleton. You right above Chris Middleton. You you hit that bar, but you ain't no bubble hooper. Like, all right, you you being real generous, bro. Look, man, the bubble is a different type of basketball environment, G. I just feel like it's tough to sweep a team, G. It's no home court, so I feel like, look, like you could come back out of nowhere, G. The Lakers are just down by 18. It's a one-point game. That's the fucking Lakers. That, too. You talking about, Indi- you talking about Indiana. Yeah, look, man. But, uh. But yeah, so I guess we all in consensus. Y'all, y'all got y'all thoughts off. Uh, we'll work our way up. Um, uh, what will be next? Oh, uh, Boston versus the, uh, the Sixers. Uh, Boston oh, yeah, won game that. one. Uh, how can I say this? That second round is going to be probably the best. Who they go against? Is it the Heat? Or the Raptors. They get the Raptors. I think Toronto. That's probably going to be the best second round game between that and the Lakers versus the Rockets, bro. That's the, that's about to slap. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably one more game away before I I'm, I jump off my Philly. Is going to still make the finals <laughs> heal. I'm one more game away. Nick, you still you got to make it a. Mm, I'm not gonna gonna lie, I told you I'm one game yeah, away. Just off the fact that they not healthy, kind of it bothers me. Yeah, it nigga, bothers me a lot. It's Philly. You should that should be chalked in. The fact that Philly's not healthy, we are still gonna make the finals. That's what you should because it's Philly, my dog. Oh man, I Joel and B is one of my favorite players. Gee, I, I so? don't want. 
I just don't want to. I don't want to let him down. But you like, not letting him down, <laughs> nigga. What you let down, nigga? You know who? You know who let him down? Ben Simmons kneecap. That's who let him down. And Brett Brown. And Brett Brown. He's still gonna have a job after this. He he he's definitely should not have a job. But he's still gonna have because bro, he before the bubble, bro, they only lost two games at home. And what was the record on the road? Still, they still but they were still positive. They were still like a, a, a good team. It was a they was a he still got his team to the playoffs. It's not like a situation like in fucking Sacramento or you know, any other team. Like, bro, it's it's just that, bro, that team is not well put together. And you don't blame that on the coach. A coach should like not get fired one more the season that fast, just off bro. of this. He gets he one might. more season. If they somehow just I would say that. I would say that. But you cannot blame this horribly constructed team. And they just put a bunch of niggas who can be a starter on any team instead of being making this a cohesive team that can work around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You do not blame that on Brett Brown. All right. I you cannot you. blame the fact that this team can't space the floor. On Brett Brown, only one player probably get two people: Shake Milton and Cork Miles. Everybody and else Alec is streaky. Burks. And Alec, yeah. no, and I, Alec I give Burks. That. Yeah, Alec yeah. Burke. I don't, I don't recognize Alec Burke because every time I play that nigga, him and Rodney Stucky bodies me on my career. So I don't count this nigga. <laughs> Rodney Stucky hasn't been in the league in years. <laughs> hey, look, bro. For some reason, they put that nigga in my career. <laughs> Rodney Stucky smokes me, bro. <laughs> like, I, I swear, when I go against Rodney Stuck, Stuck, Stucky, I'm like, this nigga got his own little shebang when they call his name? Okay. Wow. I don't even think that man even on all time. Yeah, gave me 30 dude. before. I was like, shit, I'm about to restart this. I don't even know who, I don't even know who folks is. <laughs> Rodney, I don't think Rodney Stucky on the all time paces, bro. That's that's wild. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Or Pistons. Uh, no, he, he was his best years was on the paces, but uh, what? Wait, was it? I don't really remember, honestly. Who cares? But uh, but yeah. So moving on. But yeah, but fit, but Boston and Philly. Uh, like the thing is, Philly is so frustrating to watch, bro. And it's like I don't know what happened where they said we're going to stop giving Joel and beat the ball. After the first half, I mean first quarter, to the point because only nigga had open first quarter with with over ten. He ends with twenty six. Technically, the man was on pace to average have forty that game. He should have had forty on that game, if not thirty and close to a double double of assists. But it's it's frustrating to watch this team sometimes, and. It wasn't like Embiid wasn't covered like that. I think they just said, we're going to test to see if we're going to let you let Embiid cook. And literally they said, oh, the other said, fuck it. We're going to try to get our looks too. So and I kind of put that on Brett Brown a little bit because like get your best player the ball at all costs at this point. But it's looking like right now it's looking like Celtics and five. Right now. My heart still wants Philly okay. to win. Alright, don't. But Chris, it's looking bro. like Celtics in five. Bro, you want all these sweeps, my nigga. Why? <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying like I might be wrong with a couple sweeps, but bro, the Celtics are a well rounded, healthy and oh damn, nah, it's five because go to Hayward just got injured. 
Yes. Ow. Yeah, he got injured. Uh, you're right. Like, so yeah, like Celtics and five right now. Like, I want Philly to win. Like, I really do. But, and the reason why I say five, because it's going to be a game where Joel Embiid just averages, probably drops 50 on, uh, the, on the non-existent front court that they have. So. I was just about to bring that up. Like, the Celtics front court is still a, a question. And I, I think when they eventually make it to the second round against Toronto, I feel like that's going to be a problem for them. Yeah, because... Big problem. Yeah, because this is the difference. The Raptors have a group of niggas who can can rotate the front court. And it it changes the whole game, whoever's out there, too. But either way, I still believe the... uh, Still, like, Celtics at five. Tatum is looking really good. Like, in that aspect alone, they miss Ben Simmons. You don't have nobody to guard Tatum. I don't think anybody was gonna guard Tatum regardless, bro. You guard anybody else but him. Guess you wanna know why? He a bubble hooper. <laughs> bubble hooper. You gotta add the bubble bounce. What y'all thoughts on where this series? Where, where y'all think this series is gonna go? Nigga, five like you said. If Gordon uh, Edwards was still around, it would be. Um. Uh, uh, what's that? Um, it would be uh, my bad. I, I'm, I'm having to keep up with this, this, these stats and stuff for the Lakers and which McCarter game. That's why I'm stuttering. But it would be, it would be a sweep to me. I'm not saying every game gonna be a sweep. I just can't see certain teams winning. I just can't. Chris is optimi- more optimistic than me in this bubble. But the bubble is for hoopers. This team ain't got no hoopers right now. Joel Embiid is a hooper. But he ain't he. His next best shooter next to him is Shake Middleton. And Clark Moss. Is Clark Moss starting, though? No. The fuck can he do? Like, it will take Joel B being a superstar that he is so he can fill out his goddamn application form to Miami next year. That's it. Cause that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna ball out, demand a trade, they're gonna give them all, they're gonna give them bam onto the bayo and probably like the Duncan Robinson for Joel and B and all is good. Ben Simmons got his own team, Joel got their own his, his team. Then we got it there. That's my prediction. It's either him or god darn Giannis when Giannis loses in the second round. So <laughs> All right, uh Tyler. Um, it's, it's going to five. I don't really see it going past that. Just sucks that they, you know, not 100%, you know, certain coaching adjustments just don't work right now. And the Celtics are going to have, it's, the Celtics are going to have a fun second round series against the Raptors. Could it possibly be the best round before the, before the conference finals? Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to number two C versus the seven C, which is the Raptors versus the Nets. Uh, this is, should be a sweep. Uh, this, this is the one sweep I believe should is going to happen and will happen. Uh, the Nets is a hard fighting team. I give them credit for literally enduring the odds that was against them because they could have easily dropped down to eight, but they kept seven strong. But uh, but. The Raptors, 
they want to make the finals again. They have a, they're motivated off pure. We don't need Kawhi, and guess what? If let us see Kawhi in the finals, we're going to show y'all why we don't need Big Y. And that's a huge motivation, a huge chip on the shoulders of a team that is already well coached, very veteran led, motivated, and just. They play basketball. It's like watching the Spurs. It's just they don't really like even though I consider Siakam and Kyle Lowry stars, but it's not like it's just different in a way. It's like way they play basketball is just like so good to see. Why it's so exciting? It's it's very Spurs esque. It's very Spurs esque. And shout out to Nick Nurse, shout out to uh, Siakam, Kyle Lowry for just working with what they have as well. Because every other night is some dude coming off that bench who I never heard of hooping their ass off. So, uh, yeah, who the hell is that white dude? I don't know. Cause the next game after you brought up on the pod, that dude played five minutes and had five points. <laughs> so, I guess, folks, that's all I want to know. Who the hell is this nigga, bro? Exactly. It's like, bro, I don't know who he is, but he 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 there. But uh, yeah, Raptor sweeping. Um, for me, uh, definitely a sweep. It's just, I would say this though: the Nets is going to be the team to beat in the East next year, bro. Oh yeah. Barring between Joel Embiid and 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 Giannis going to Miami, they are going to be the team to beat next year, bro. Or Giannis going to the Raptors because apparently that's part of the rumor mill too. Um, they are going to be the team. That's more likely than him going to Miami, I think. We were talking about that earlier, too. Like, the way the, the Raptors have built a certain culture around themselves, that they kind of fit the type of character that Giannis has as well. They, I feel like they would make themselves a more attractive spot, especially if they if they were to, you know, actually get past them and advance back to the finals again this year. I would definitely consider them over Miami. I feel like Miami, like, yeah, he could go there, but I feel like he would fit the Raptors' culture a lot more, too. Uh, the reason I say that it's probably uh, the two teams and the fucking Warriors, but you always get your Warriors. The reason I don't think the Warriors getting them because the Warriors don't have a package that they could give. Um, I'm sorry for taking our subject. The, the Warriors ain't got a package they can give. The Bucks, right? So I think Miami, Miami, the they could give up somebody, but they ain't gonna be willing to give up. Bro, I'm not. This is the like we we kind of see it in the lens of like the AD and the Kyrie situation when when they was getting traded. And like I said, sorry for getting off subject, but Mm -hmm. I started to take that lens off and started to realize that this is low key the best player in the league. You need something extremely well to get back. Warriors ain't got that. I don't care if they do got the number one pick. Like, you get what you, you have to give me the number one pick, Draymond, and Clay. Even then, that's not much of a future. <laughs> like, we want a future. Exactly. Like, we want to be in a situation where we still can compete. Like, what the <laughs> – like, the Raptors got such a steal for Kawhi. Because the Spurs was hoping he stay injured. 
But they got such a steal for Kawhi, though. Because mm-hmm. Kawhi is amazing. And apparently, that nigga don't miss a mid-range shot either. Have y'all noticed that? Nigga don't miss a mid-range, mid-range shot. <laughs> he do not mid- miss a mid-range shot. He's the new mid-range guy. <laughs> Gee, uh, but, no, seriously. Uh, but that's the reason I think the Warriors probably won't get him, even though I came out with that prophecy. I just don't. I just Even though the narrative fits. Also, I think Greek Freak don't want to be looking in KD's shadow. Uh, I don't. I don't think like the. I wouldn't want him to go there, regardless. I just don't want to see that happen. I wouldn't, but bro, we can't <sighs> look at the bro. The bubble still might be a thing, bro. You know the bubble for hoopers. They might want. They, you might just want to go to. But um, no. But back to the series. We was talking about the the, the Raptors, right? Yeah. Right. 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 Oh uh, yeah. I they just a well oiled machine. Masaru Jury created a fantastic basketball team with a fantastic coach that has a fantastic system with a bunch of fantastic players around them. They are being like kind of like how Brooklyn was for like Katie and Kyrie. Like, oh, well, how Brooklyn was for like, no, for Katie and Kyrie is kind of like how, you know, um, the Raptors is being now like they showing that look you give us a star yeah it maximizes their potential but even without it they still we are still, really like, really good basketball it's a perfect team. landing space for a, a top 10 talent bro. perfect landing space you can play you can, you can give them any position they can work with it that you can't say that with any other team right for the Lakers they need I mean for the the Warriors what they need a center in the wing, right? You need a you need somebody like Greek Freak. Nobody, no other person can make the Warriors another championship level team. For Miami, you kind of can get anybody, but you you either want like somebody like Greek Freak or Joel and B, right? Like them are like the only like the only three teams for Boston. Boston could be another person who can land now that nigga when he eventually leaves, but we'll get to that later. Um, but like I'm saying, it's, it's I will like, also hate that. They, they have it too. Like, I don't care what anybody say. Marcus Smart is a piece that you can put in a bargaining deal, bro. Not because he a star, just because you can you can you can put multiple teams because a lot of a lot of contenders gonna want Marcus Smart, bro. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jalen Brown, you got picks out the fucking wazoo still. And then you got a bunch of other young niggas, bro. Shit, make them be like, hey, Taco Fall will be the next big thing. Fuck it. Danny A's know how to do it. He just didn't pull that trigger on AD. Scared, scared um, to pull the trigger. <laughs> scared to pull that trigger. That was a nice episode. But, um, <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. to the goddamn Brooklyn Nets. But they are an amazing team, though. They are yeah, amazing They're definitely going to be a great team. Like, if I'm like if I'm Kyrie and KD, I'm smiling, watching it, watching them. Like, you know what? Hey, we, we have a whip. We got some dudes who ain't scared at the moment. And that's all that matters. Uh, but... Let's go ahead and talk about the number one seed, overall seed, and that is the uh, Nets and the Magic. Uh, I'm going to start off with this. Are we live? No, no, no. Yes. No. We, yes. We, yeah, yes. We live. Yes. Okay, so I ain't going to curse. I probably will. But what did I tell you niggas about uh, Chris Middleton, bro? What did I tell y'all, G? What did I tell y'all about Chris Middleton, bro? Chris Middleton is... A product of the Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, the Greek, 
the big dude who literally is from Greece and literally can slap you across the room and it will probably still hurt. So, y'all told me that this man was an all-star. Y'all told me that he deserves his max contract. Y'all told me that this man is deserving of $170 million. Yet, this you report that he a top 10 player. Some of y'all said he was a top 10 player. Y'all told me he was better than Devin Booker. Y'all told me he was better than Bradley Beal. Y'all told me he was better than Donovan Mitchell. Y'all told me a lot of things about this dude. But in all, all he is not a top-tier shooting guard. He is a product of one Giannis Antetokounmpo. And let's just keep it G-real, as Datro is probably going to bring up in his argument, Mike Budahoso teams. So, yes, he had a 50, I think he probably had a 50-40-90 regular season. Congratulations, you're probably the first black player to do it. I'm happy to see it. But my brother. Nope. It's KD. KD did Well, it? probably not the first, but he wasn't the most recent. KD's done it before. Oh, I didn't know KD did it, because if he did, that just, that goes to his narrative of and all of that. But, point rather remains is this. The point is this. Chris Middleton can't get it done come playoff time. He puts the mid in Middleton come playoff time, bro. And we see it on a consistent basis. On a consistent basis. So, stop talking to me about this guy, G. Stop. Please. He's not that good. And I feel bad for Giannis because he's sitting there like, I'm dropping 31 with ease. Ease. And we still lose. And not just lose, we lose in embarrassing fashion. Like, come on, bro. To the Magic. And yes, the Magic did beat the defending NBA champions in game one of the playoffs last year. But there's a difference. A huge difference. Kyle Lowry ain't no bit. Kawhi ain't no bit. Giannis ain't one, but I think Chris Middleton definitely is. Like he looks like one. I'm sorry. I I I look at Chris Middleton, and I'm sorry that that dude just has a very punchable face. So it's so it's like, bro, I don't want to hear nothing about him. Giannis is going to demand for a trade or trade him. Somebody got to go. If if literally you should not lose to the Magic. The Magic is missing their best defender in Jonathan Isaac. Yes, is he borderline MAGA or in, in a product of his event, uh, Christian uh, upbringing? Yes, but he is still a hell of a player and a hell of a defender. And literally, they're missing him. I don't think Aaron Gordon is playing. And you still lose. So, don't talk to me about no Chris Middleton. Uh, Bucks in five. But don't talk to me about no Chris Middleton no more. Uh, yes, I agree with everything Chris said. Bucks and six, though. <laughs> I want this shit to show <laughs> that Giannis got to go. I'm tired of watching Bucks basketball. Um, <laughs> and guess what, niggas? Mike Buda holds the team. I rest my case. <laughs> hey, Tyler. I'm hoping the Magic get another game off him too, just so that it can further push this narrative that this team is not a, is is nowhere near as good without the man. 
So like, I'm hoping. Like they, I'll go ahead. I'm go hoping ahead. it goes to six. Yeah, I, I hear y'all. Y'all want chaos. I hope it fresh. I hope it frustrates Giannis to the point where he wants to to slap all of his teammates or something. Hey man, he might he has, he has slapped and the ones he slapped those are the ones he wants uh he wants out or he's gone. So, or at least made this makes the Bucks realize that the guys that they think are gonna be you know his his second best man, second or third man. Aren't the aren't the ones, and they need to go out and shop before they lose the guy. Exactly. So, uh, Bradley Bill better be on. Uh, Bradley Bill's agent better be on speed dial. <laughs> the hell can they get Bradley Bill? Like, what the you hell can Chris they get? Milton straight up. You trade uh, Chris Milton straight up. Ugh. Look, you're the Wizards. You're not going to be good. John Wall, Achilles, who knows how his Achilles is looking. And this Achilles injuries with guards, not to say that, you know, no, I hope John Wall comes back still a good player, but Achilles injuries with guards is not a good thing at all. Especially the John Wall type. Even at a younger age. He's not getting any younger. Exactly. So, but prayers to John Wall. Hope for a full, healthy recovery either way. But, literally, I'm sorry. He gotta go. Middleton has to go. He he's not a number two option. He's just not. But um, if not, call Chris Paul. Uh, but yep. Uh, moving on. Uh, but yeah, moving on though. Uh, so yeah, that's all. That's our first round predictions. Uh, nothing else basketball wise. I really want to talk about. I did say which teams among bubs are going to be real threats, but who cares? Uh, because at the end of the day, we, uh, the play- playoffs next year, we're going to see the Warriors run rapid for all we know for one last ride. And shout out to that documentary team that's going to follow them, thinking that they're going to get the last dance type you dig till they lose to AD and LeBron in the, in the second round. But uh, but let's go ahead and get into wrestling. Uh, so let's go ahead and get the sad news out the way. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Sonya Deville has a stalker. Dude is arrested. Thank God that this man is in jail. He's jailed. So, uh, let me just go ahead and play this very, uh, where? There we go. Come on out, you rapist! Wow. Pretty much. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, dude is locked up. Uh, Tyler, you, uh, you had the article. Uh, you could go ahead and talk about because I didn't get a chance to read it in detail yet. All right. So pretty much the guy. Let me go to the article so I could really pull from it. So I don't get anything misconstrued. So also to let everybody know, Mandy Rose was at her house at the time of it happened. Happened. 2 a.m. in the morning, by the way. So this dude was a was a, a night prowler of a sort. They have camera footage and everything of him breaking into the house. So, lo- like, long story short, he he was planning to kidnap her. He planned to kill. He wanted to kill Mandy Rose for whatever reason. He um, and he had been planning this 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 sick thing for months, and it's just. This is the type of stuff we don't need going on. You know, this doesn't need to be happening to anybody, whether they're famous or not. Like, it's, 
It's just unnecessary. Um, wait, let me see this. He stated. Oh, so like I guess he he also planned to uh, attend, try to sneak into the SummerSlam event somehow. I don't know how he thought that was gonna go down, but that nigga was gonna get his ass whooped. But also, this made them be like, you know, for future reference, like even when they do eventually are allowed to have fans back at some point, when they do meet and greets, they're not allowed to, you know, to we're not doing any hugs and handshakes anymore at the meet and greets. So. No autograph. I don't think. I think they even might have went as far as to say no autographs either. Mm. All right. But is that it? It's a lot of other stuff that they found on his social media page, like stuff that he was saying. They don't. Have, I got. I. I would have to go and look up some exact quotes, but he was saying some some weird shit. Mm. All right, but. Uh, in all seriousness, though, uh, prayers up to Sonya Deville uh, and Mandy Rose as well. Every all parties who involved, like prayers up, because that is a very nasty, sickening situation. Uh, when it comes to this, once again, wrestling fans, you motherfuckers are weird. At the end of the day, uh, and Mandy Rose is openly lesbian, openly gay she wears her flag at one point she wears her wears the gay flag while uh, in her pocket while she was wrestling at one point so she's very open for you to go out your way and stalk her a openly gay woman and then threaten her friend in the process shows us how sick a lot of you people are and it's really unfortunate she had to go through this it's really unfortunate Mandy Rose also had to go through this. But I'm also glad that they're both safe. That uh, nobody was harmed. Uh, it's it's going to be funny as hell that since dude is going to go to jail for a very long time. That he's going to become very, he's going to get turned out. But it'd be that way because that's prison. So tell Felice, hey, what's up? Um, but definitely in all seriousness, like I'm glad nobody, especially the talent, were harmed. So... Uh, Daytra, anything you want to add? Uh, y'all, y'all said a lot of how I felt um, in this situation as well. Uh, this is stupid. Um, it honestly brings a bad light on like wrestling fans. But as I always love to say, wrestling fans are shite. And it will continue to be shite for situations like this. Stan culture, and I know that's not all stand to have their favorite wrestler as they, you know, their profile picture and stuff like that. I understand that. But most stand culture has to go. You got to obsessing over these people who just want to live normal lives. Um, so... In all honesty, I think it was a sad mark, not only on the wrestling community, but also on, um, like, just wrestlers in general. Because it made it, I mean, wrestling in general, not wrestler, because it made it 
uh, a situation in which you look at it and you'd be like, like, what was the fucking, this is scripted stuff. Come out as gay, all this type of stuff. He had stuff on his Instagram and things of him saying that, or you, if you, you might as well just respond to me, I'm going to kill myself. Um, so yeah, uh, so Sonya Deville, like I said, she is super duper Omega gay. Um, and for some apparent reason, that person still thought it was a possibility. So, yeah, it's so stupid. It's it's stupid. It's sad. So, but once again, glad nobody was harmed. And even Duke probably thought he was going to touch Sonya Deville. She is still MMA trained. So, you would. If she didn't get get to you first, if what if he thought he was going to end up getting into that SummerSlam arena? He probably would have got beat to death just by the security guards alone. Not even security guards, by the wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, because we've seen what happens when re- when fans try to attack attack wrestlers. They usually get beat up by the wrestlers themselves exactly. and end up getting beat badly. Exactly. Never forget, even though the revival's gone, what they did to do who uh, tried to... Uh, they saved Bret Hart. Yeah, they saved Bret they Hart. They maimed that man. Like, dude got KO'd, sent to God, bro. So... Never forget that. Um, but, yeah, so, once again, glad to see Sonya Deville okay. Uh, and before we get into uh, SummerSlam, uh, major news in terms of SummerSlam and even uh, pandemic wrestling as that we're getting for WWE. Uh, so, they have got a, what's the, I want to make sure I'm using the proper term. Uh, Thunderdome. Uh, yeah, the Thunderdome. Thunderdome yep. 2020 as they will refer to it as in the Amway Center because, hey, the Orlando Magic is not using it at all, and I'm pretty sure they would love, the Amway Center people would love to have that money. So go ahead and uh, collect Vince Man's bag. But uh, So we're going to get, and I guess WWE has been paying attention to how the NBA is getting the fans to pop up uh, virtually and all of that, which is really dope, by the way. Uh, so WWE is going to do their own version of it as well, uh, and at least in a way, it's a it's a change of it's a change of scenery, which is needed at this point for both for all shows, excluding NXT, and at least you get crowd involvement back as well, like actual crowd involvement back. So it makes things a lot more interesting to see. Uh, my initial thoughts is, is like I said, I'm happy for it. I'm happy to see WWE do something. Uh, like, literally, we saw AEW have access to the Jaguars arena, so they were using that. So, And they used it pretty well. So, WWE using money that we know they have uh, in this aspect is really good. So, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what they do with it, with the virtual crowd and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm happy with it. I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes. Um, I'm definitely I definitely was happy to see that they were able to to you know they're able to make the most out of what's going on in the pandemic. You know, still being able to be on TV, still being able to you know make their money too because you know there's at the end of the day they're still real people and you know they still have to live but um i think it's definitely 
a good look for them. They get to get their fans back in it. That fan involvement, I think the wrestlers are going to show, like, how happy they are to have that fan involvement. And, like, it's going to show, you know, in their matches and in their promos, like, how they – it's going to – I feel like they will see more of that intensity that we're used to seeing from certain people. And certain people might come back because of the fan involvement. You know, depending on their COVID status or whatever. But um, yeah. So they said I think it's supposed to start this Friday too. It's SmackDown. It's gonna start yeah, Friday. SmackDown. Smack, SmackDown. Then um, SummerSlam, and then you know throughout it's gonna they're gonna be using this arena for the weekly shows and the pay per views. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I think it's gonna be cool. I'll, it's like for people to think that it can go bad, anything in this world can go bad. But I also say it's just gonna go bad because it's WWE and they're gonna fuck this up somehow. Shut up! Just please, like, why everybody gotta be a negative Nancy on fucking wrestling, bro? Um, but no, hopefully that this sparks a a, a new field. I would definitely be watching it live. Are you gonna watch wrestling live no more? But I would definitely be watching it live um, on this day because I just want to see how it's going to look. And I think it's an enjoyment for the fans because wrestling is such an interactive sport. Um, it's such an interactive uh, – um, it's just it's such an interactive thing that that having an inkling of fans is just going to be great to see their reactions and stuff like that. I just want to know how the camera angle will do because Kevin Gunn been off of Kevin Dunn been off a of fucking perk with all the cuts and stuff he's been doing. It's getting stupid. You can see like on stuff like on Raw Underground, they cutting after every got darn shoot or shot and things like that. I'm like, yo, this is ass. But it's um, a, I want to say it's, it's bogus. It's, it's annoying. It's more annoying. This is like what the heck you cutting for everything for? Like it did the thing about like uh, to make raw underground seem gristle and raw and uncut, no pun intended, is to have it uncut. So like, it's 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 not helping the product. So I don't want him to do the same thing with him just blatantly cutting to LED fields and stuff like that. And, and and just showing on one neck beard face because he's screaming because he see got darn a diva or something like that, bro. Like, I just, we ain't going to be there. But for people say, oh, people going to be butt naked or wearing an AD shirt, I mean an AW shirt, trust me, WWE ain't stupid. So hang on, let this happen. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on a delay as well. Yes. So it's going to be easy as heck to take care of that. And also, but, all you got to do is just remove said person out of Zoom call. Plain and simple. Yep. Like, yeah, like <laughs> nobody. The worst the NBA's gotten was somebody dressed as a goat, bro. I mean, what we'll, had a goat pop up uh, on the thing? So, like, I'm sure. And then they was watching a Luca game, so and that's kind of like a meme on Luca. So. Exactly. So, think about that. But uh, but overall, like, good luck for WWE. Good move. I'm like, I'm definitely interested to see where things go with it. LeBron literally, if I, well, I don't know why he shot that long ass three. You're not Dame, my nigga, but uh, but yeah. So overall, good luck. Uh, let's go ahead. Did anything really major happen this week in terms of wrestling? Braun Strowman talking is is annoying. Uh, just take that. And he went bald. 
and he went bald. So That's hilarious to me. And usually I don't blame talent or creative. I just blame like, you know, just a bad situation. Like just unluckiness, right? This shit ass on both it's, ends. It's horrible. It is so horrible. Like I know Daytra, you're not the biggest fan of the, uh, Bray Wyatt and stuff, but it's just like, gee, it's put the bad. bet on him. You said what? Put the bet on him. Yeah. Just put the belt on him. Like, gee, I right, just put the belt on him. You kind of hope Roman feels comfortable coming back yet soon, and you like. And at this point, you just start. You have to like start building somebody else up. At this point, you have to start building up that next person because it's just with well, Brian. It's just not it. And what else we got? Um, retribution is still a thing. Uh, so they're still doing stuff. They got bigger. Pause. They're taller, so uh, it's, I, it's, it's should, a thing where they might be switching out people to keep people guessing. Of course, the only person who hasn't been switched out yet it seems like it's Chelsea Green. Um, my theory right now, I think Samoa Joe might be somewhat involved. I just, it's just, just okay. Well, on Raw this week, it's just how he just knows everything. <laughs> Like he got his, like he has his ear on the streets with everything. It kind of made me give a feel like maybe he's it. He might be involved with him, like in a way. So it'll be, it'll be a nice little touch on things, especially since rumors that they did Samoa, say he's supposed to come back into the ring. So exactly, Samoa Joe is coming back to the ring. So that means we get a month of Samoa Joe before he injures his pinky toe. So let's get the most out of it, my nigga. But uh. And also, I just I just enjoy seeing people try to walk up to Samoa Joe, and he just like, "Why are you in my presence, my nigga? I'm about to roast Joe." <laughs> Samoa Joe is a real ass nigga, G, a real ass nigga, and I respect it, G. And, and niggas don't try to test him because they know either they're going to get hurt or he's going to hurt his middle finger. So hey, so it's it, I enjoy Samoa Joe on commentary. So just keep him there. But if he's Part of retribution, cool. If he comes back to the ring, even great. Uh, but shot Samoa Joe. Uh, also, uh, it is confirmed that Selena Vega did poison Montez Ford. Uh, so Bianca Belair was justified in beating her ass uh, multiple times. So respect. And Oscar is fighting for both belts, <laughs> for both women's belts. Oh, I had a question about that. Is it in the same match, or she's having two separate matches two in separate the same match? Two separate matches. So that I feel like with that, that opens up the door for them to do a couple things. We'll talk they, about it when we do the card, bro. So uh we'll go into detail on that later. Uh cool. but anything else happened on either and this goes for AEW as well. I don't think anything major has happened. Uh, yeah, I, I mean they finally revealed the, the finished version of the, the TNT title, but no, it's still, it's okay. It's not a bad looking belt, finished or unfinished. Yeah, I don't care about that belt. Uh, shout to uh, Zach Ryder getting that belt. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, so. um, it was something that we was talking about earlier this week that, or last weekend about um, about MJF and somebody else. I for, I forget, but the one I. But specifically speak, speaking of him, 
And, you know, obviously we don't try to, you know, dive too much into what the wrestling community thinks as a whole because as a whole they literally have one one particle of a brain, it seems. But yeah. it's this thing going around where they really think they can compare this guy to The Rock and everybody else. And it's like, what what really makes you guys think that that he's the second coming of The Rock or, or anybody that's been great in wrestling? Because I don't see it at all. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad guy or anything, but I don't see anything very interesting about him at all. The Rock had, he was literally oozing charisma and this guy is like, I don't really know if I care to if I care to see him on TV ever again, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I totally agree with you on that end. It's just that it's it's kind of like when a nigga get a new car and that car smells really fucking good to them. And it's just like, man, this is the best smelling thing in the world. When all it is is the same thing, just packaged differently. Um, people don't understand like that they have rose tinted glasses, and the thing that they love can do no wrong other than the women division. I think there's a big concession on that women division is ass, but yeah. um, it's that's just the way it goes uh, with that dude. But I don't. I try to watch the AW. I just can't get into it. Uh, it's not that it's bad. It's just it's not for me at the moment. Uh, especially it's no crowd ever. I found myself not watching a lot of wrestling. Like I didn't watch NXT this week either. Um, oh, but that's bigger news, I guess, in the whole wrestling thing. Velveteen fucking dream, but oh yeah, there we go. Uh, and and I'm also, he got blinded, but uh, yeah, Velveteen Dream is back. Uh. I'm gonna play this. Boy, you a motherfucking back. Boy, you a sexual suspect. Ain't no crying now, bitch ass nigga. The police on their way to get you. One thing I want <laughs> you to know. Yeah, so uh the sexual suspect is back. Overall, uh it's like <sighs> with Velveteen, it's so tricky. Of uh, I want him to succeed. I want him to prosper. Partially because he's black. And I'm a fan. But like my nigga. If you are out here with children. I can't go with that. And yes. I did tweet. That. A. Kids are back in school. It's ironic that he come, that he's back on TV. So. Because of the alleged voicemail of him saying. What school you go to. So, but overall, I just want, I just overall really want, hope that dream situation is figured out at this point. There's no charges, there's no arrests and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, but when it comes to these situations, a lot of time that doesn't happen. But I just overall really hope that this situation is figured out. And that he has his own self figured out as well. So, but, yeah, my thoughts on that overall. Uh, my thoughts is that it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, and I'm, I'm like, not capping on that end. Like, I think 
everybody in the in the wrong is doing it completely wrong. I think that that WWE is not handling this the best way they could, in which that I'm sorry if Patrick did something completely stupid like that, Patrick shouldn't be on TV. Yep. Um, and I don't care how big of a star you think he is at this day and age. You, I, like I was telling the guys, like, I don't really care what WWE does as a company. I don't, I'm, I'm not that invested as much as a wrestling. If they make stocks or if they do this, or if they do that, or if they go behind this person and make, try to make him a star. It's just, I go with the flow of wrestling because at the end that's, of the day is wrestling. And that's the best way to enjoy it. Honestly. Yes. But one thing I hate, and I will continue to hate for the rest of my wrestling fandom, is when I get played like I'm a fucking fool. And my intelligence is insulted. Because, nigga, there's a voice recording and a picture of him. Like, until you can find with a shadow of a doubt that he's innocent. Which you haven't. There should be no conversation. There should be no Velveteen Dream in the WWE right now. Yep. Because uh, at because it's it, it's something else leaks. You take him right back off TV again. It's like, bro, you at this point figure out what the hell you want to do. So, I don't know. I just it's just stupid. Like I said, my it's one of those situations where I feel like okay, you just insulted my intelligence for no reason. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, Tyler, um, I I I come from both of you guys' standpoints. Like I do, I I had mixed emotions about it because they haven't said anything. It's been probably about a month since anything since that whole more than that you know thing was brought up. Yeah, probably, yeah, more than a month, because when did it start, like, back in June? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been a decent enough amount of time that, that's passed where nothing has been said, and then he just pops up back on TV. It is just kind of weird. And it's like, we know in no shape or form would support, you know, a possible pedophile at all. Like, nobody should. And it's just the fact that we don't we don't have con- concrete proof that he's innocent, but we have more proof that he might not that you know that he might be guilty in this situation. So mm-hmm. they're they're really they're on a very thin thin thread right now with the, with his situation because we still have we still don't really know where Austin uh, theory is at. They said it could possibly be because of COVID, but. Again, he had you no know, a similar accusation, so they've kept him off TV long enough. And then both, you know, both things were brought up around the same time. So I feel like the smarter thing would have just been to keep him off TV. You know, maybe. And I did, I did read a, um, an article saying that they made a they made a statement or something saying that, or Triple H made a statement saying that um he was held off TV because he was in that car accident. Yes. You know, I feel like that's just like, you could say that, but I don't truly believe it's just because of that. So like, yeah, Trails, so like I kind of feel like they're... Like, you know, you got a cap trips. 
Trips was waiting for the heat to come down. I said he was waiting for the heat to come down. Triple H ain't got a cap. Just be blunt. That's why I say like insulted intelligence. Like we was investigating the situation. People not stupid. Yeah. And it did say that the company itself was investigating the situation, but they did not reach out to the accuser either. So. Didn't it, wasn't it more like a Reddit post than anything? Like yeah. Not directly like from the accuser? It was like somebody said, my little sister or whatnot. My yeah. little sister, they're scared to come out or whatever. It was like one of those type of things. But still, I don't know. You did nothing. Yeah. So. It is it's a it very is. thin thin thread that they're walking on, you know. For both parties' sakes, I hope, you know, it's just, it's just not true. And then whatever did happen is just... But at, like you said, like we're in a day and age where you can't take anything like this light at all. At all. No, you really can't. But um, let's go ahead and move on to uh, SummerSlam predictions in the card in itself. So uh, might be a, still a few matches that haven't been fully confirmed yet. Uh, Matt Riddle and King Corbin, Corbin might should happen on this card. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, but... If it do, Matt Riddle more likely wins. Uh, but yeah, so Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose in a hair versus hair match. This should be the thrilling conclusion to uh, this. I feel like very well done women's mid card feud. We don't get a lot of these. Shout out to Bruce Pritchard. Uh, so I have Mandy Rose winning. It just makes the most sense at this point. Uh, a ball Sonya Deville is gonna be hilarious. Uh, very hilarious. So, but I believe Mandy Rose is gonna win. This is just gonna set her up for her future title shot, which is probably gonna be next for her. So, uh, yeah, I got Mandy Rose. Uh, I got Sonya Deville. I got Sonya Deville. I think Sonya Deville comes out this suit looking better than Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I don't think they're gonna do the Joker Hill thing. I don't think they're going to cut Mandy Rose's hair all the way off either. I don't think they're going to go fully, I'm going to make you bald. Mm. They're just going to go, you know, get her a little smaller cut. Um, the, man, the, uh, the annoying manager cut? Yeah, probably around that year. The Captain uh, Marvel cut, basically. Yeah, probably something like that, you know. And... That's what I believe. I can be wrong, and I'm wrong sometimes. But that's what I believe, right? Um, now, as for as for like the match itself, I don't know. I don't know if these are the best women's wrestlers. I know they're decent. Um, so hopefully they can have a decent match to end off a well done few, like you said. Uh. But again, I'll say this again. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I don't see Manny Rose when I just think Sonya comes out better in this feud. I can see that as well. So, uh, Tyler, did you uh, um, say? Go ahead. With the idea of swerves, they they've been kind of pushing the idea of swerves happening on the entire card. I can see. 
Well, I would say my my original prediction was that that Mandy Rose wins, but they do it in a way where Sonya Deville doesn't look bad. I feel like if if they do were to do a swerve, like Mandy Rose wins the match, but she could still end up getting her hair cut. She could still get attacked after the match or something, and then, you know they still end up going through with it. Just to to kind of keep Sonya, because I feel like Sonya they both have momentum. But I feel like Sonya Deville is might be next in line for a title shot, possibly, or getting ready to. Yeah, me too. Okay, I well, I have, have a small way. feud with somebody of significance. I think they absolutely is behind her. Yeah, like both. They, I, I, like I, said, I feel like they have faith in both. It's either or. Like I can see the Sonya Deville, especially, especially if uh, Oscar wins the belt. I I feel like it just depends on what they do next with the SmackDown Women's Belt. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, next is the United States Championship, Apollo Cruz versus MVP. Uh, I have Apollo Cruz because it just makes the most sense to keep the belt on him, and probably hopefully end this feud and set up for somebody else to uh do their thing or just get his ass with by Bobby Lashley which is a collision course uh yeah I, I probably got MVP and this might be a long shot but with Cedric the Alexander I'm about to call him that nigga the entertainer uh with Cedric like turning um cause that's just how I see it like we're on ass lately so I kind of see it going that way just to bring a little spice into that, that shit. But who knows? Who knows? I just feel like if Apollo do win, I don't I don't see that many other mid-card people he can have a a feud with. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of lackluster right now. So I, I get where you're coming from. But wait and see. Uh, oh, Tyler, go ahead. Your, uh, your, who you think got? Um, I'm kind of under the impression that Apollo Crews might win, but for the sake of there being more of an opportunity for the mid-card to, to not stay in the same place and not be stagnant right now, because like you said, Apollo Crews could win, but then who do you have him go up against next? Because you can have him, you know, revisit, you know, Andrade and Angel Angel Garza again, but I don't think they want to do that because they're in the tag scene right now. And then it's like, right now, really, who else is who else is on Raw that's a heel in the mid card or in the upper card? Because really, it's really been focused on, you know, one or two people in every in uh in each division. Now I could possibly see them doing like, uh. Apollo Crews versus Buddy Murphy or something like that. Maybe afterwards, but. Yeah. And then it's like, if MVP loses, what does that mean for the Hurt Business? Because they, they haven't, what was, the, what was the last major, they haven't won a, like a, they have really haven't won a feud as a group yet. Uh, well, this is still not a group type thing. It's more MVP of Apollo Crews thing. So. Now I see it as a hurt business type thing. Mm, I get it. Oh, honestly, I see this as a hurt business type thing. 
Um, they're pushing them as a group. I feel that's how, that's yeah. how it's coming off to me. Yeah, but I feel like a loss ain't going to destroy them either. Like, like sometimes, like it depends. Like it's, I, I'm waiting to see what they do from here. Like, I think Apollo Cruz is probably wins. If if he if he loses, it's solely because like I think what Daytrust said. I think Cedric Alexander, or even maybe both him and Ricochet interfere and uh get that nigga up out of there so uh it's interesting to see uh but then it's like if they if they interfere and they join their group then it's like the whole mid the the mid card division is all heels at that point if they were to join the the her business well it's not like ricochet exactly has anything worth a damn to do in their attack Mm -hmm. team they're not even part of the mid card it's 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 a weird situation in for all those superstars. I should I would say it's a weird situation. And it's not it's not even really their faults or creators' fault. It's, a lot of this is affected by the pandemic too. They're kind of going at going as they can with who they have for the moment. Exactly. Exactly. So I I get what you're saying though. Like to just to give some give them you know keep them on TV and give them more to do. Like I get it. Yeah, so so it, it is a wait and see thing, I would say. Yeah, like you always figure something out. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship: Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. I think the Street Profits ran their course with the belts, and it's probably we're about to uh, see a new tag team. This might be the belt change, one of the first belt changes of nights. So uh, I got the uh, Latino connection. Yeah, I got the Latino connection as well. I'm gonna go with the same. I think they they're gonna they probably won't. I don't know if it'll be a clean win, but they're gonna do it in a way that makes them look strong as heels, I guess. Yeah. So either either that or Retribution, you know, does the little blackout thing. I feel like they're gonna be involved in the show in different matches. Yeah, they're gonna have a involvement. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Dominic in a street fight. This is probably damn. That was damn. <laughs> well, Dame is here. Uh, but Seth Rollins versus Dominic. Uh, this is probably gonna be one of the most most entertaining match of the night to me. Uh, I have Seth Rollins winning. Uh, yeah, I have Seth Rollins winning this. Yeah. But I have Seth Rollins. I can. I would say if there's going to be an upset, it's going to be on the fact that Rey Mysterio, like, you know, interferes or something like that, and it creates an upset for. Um. It creates an upset for uh. Seth, uh, for like Dominic to get like a roll up or something. I think get his ass completely beat by Raymond. I mean, by Seth Rollins. So that's how I kind of see it playing out. Yeah. Uh, then we have Bailey versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Title. I I believe strongly. I see that- Oscar beating Sasha. And. But I see, I so I see Bailey beating, so I see Bailey going against 
her first. Mm-hmm. Oscar first. I see Bailey going against Oscar first. And why I say that is, I think Sasha be the reason that Bailey wins, but Bailey be the reason that Sasha loses. Yeah, that's what I was going with. It, I don't know who's who, but Oscar's going to come out the winner of one of these matches. Yeah. Which one? I don't know, but Oscar's gonna come out the winner of one of these. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, your thoughts, and we'll just combine both. You was gonna give a theory as well. That actually was my theory. I felt like one of them is gonna be the reason the other loses the title. Now, before I found out it was both match, both matches were gonna be separate. I was thinking that they were if it was going to be like a triple threat situation i was thinking that bailey was going to be the one to cut to cause sasha to get the roll up or whatever to get rolled up and i mean pinned i should say but i and i still kind of think that she's going to be the one i feel like they're pushing they're still going to keep bailey as the the stronger heel in the situation she's going to be the reason that they um that sasha loses then to go even further, I feel like that's gonna. I, when I originally said they're gonna lose the tag team belts to somebody, uh, they're gonna lose the tag team belts at that next pay per view, I believe. It's just payback. <laughs> so, but yeah, so. Which is the following week, too. So. Exactly. So, it's an interesting situation, but uh, Oscar's gonna have one of these belts. We don't know which one yet. Uh, then, then we have Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. Uh, Y'all already, y'all already know how I feel at this point. The Fiend wins. I pray that the Fiend wins. No, honestly, I pray. Yeah, like I pray that. I have an even bigger question. And I like, like you. We talked about it before, like how it's gonna be a long build. If the Fiend has the belt, you're not gonna have Otis cash in on the Fiend. I don't think you can. Hell no. I think I don't think Otis. I think they it's dumb as hell they put that. I was just gonna say dumb as hell they put that on Otis, bro. Cause it's like it's he hasn't he popped up on TV like once or twice in like the last two months. Well he had COVID. Oh, he actually had it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why he was gone. But even still it was like like I have been saying, when it first happens, like even with the long build, I don't know how do you, how do you, you envision him at as the the champion of the brand, whether it's on Raw or SmackDown. It's like I don't I don't understand how this works with him. And look, that's for them to figure out. Follow know somebody's gonna take that bit, but uh, but yeah. So that's that. Uh, and then Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Uh, I think this ends in no contest. Retribution comes out to whip both they ass. But if not, damn, White Side is looking good right now. Uh, but if not, I believe that Drew goes over. Well, uh, Dame hit freaking from half court. Uh, but yeah, yeah. if uh, but yeah, I believe if somebody has to uh is going is going to win, I think it's going to be Drew. Uh, Drew's going to uh, continue holding on to the belt, but I think Retribution is in, gets involved and ends in no contest. 
Um, for me, I think Randy comes out as the vector. I think you don't build Randy up to be this crazy mf for nothing. Yeah. I think he comes out as the vector. I don't think it's as bad. It's um, not bad at all. You know, as people will probably it's make it diff- out. It's different than how it was last year. Yeah, he's been champion since April. It's okay if I'm going to lose the belt now. Even if it's oh. just like to get it back to like the next, the, not payback, but the next major pay-per-view. Even if you don't get it back, you solidify him as a big enough baby face shit. You can just take that U.S. title off of whoever going to have it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you, you, you submit it, Drew. Like, you're cementing him as a, as a top star. Um, you did your job. Like people see Drew McIntyre and they see, they see a killer. Mm-hmm. Um, can't say that about a lot of people in that main roster. Also, I, I'm glad you kind of said that because I have a feeling that Randy might win. It's either my theory is either Randy wins or Retribution, like Chris said, Retribution comes out and it ends in no contest. But I feel like part of Randy winning could be because they're supposed to be having a draft again, some type of draft again in um in October. So he could possibly end up be moving to SmackDown and they move somebody else to, to Raw. Drew looks like a SmackDown superstar. So And that could be a that could be their way of um he could he could end up being going going up against the Fiend and taking the belt off of him. And they could that could add a another dynamic to SmackDown, where at least you still you're gaining another another strong face to to hold that brand up. But I feel like depending on who they trade, he gets traded for, or who gets who they get in exchange for whatever pick or whatever. I feel like he's good enough to hold that brand up, brand up as the as the solid face. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I agree. Uh, and shoot, even if he doesn't get another belt back, like you said, like they built, they solidified him at this point. Like he's good. He's one of the good ones. Uh, he's one of the light brights of this, this COVID era of wrestling. Uh, just like you know, you kind of just—I hate to say it—but you kind of want to get that belt off him before the fans turn. You know, fans are fickle these days. So. They definitely are. Because I'm already hearing stuff but like they're saying basically what they're saying about him now is well, it's not as much as it was with Kofi and, and stuff last year, but it's some of the sim- same stuff that they were saying last year. Like, oh, this is it's getting stale. When it when's the belt coming off of him? Yeah, so, but I think this was it was a success having Drew Drew getting that belt. I think it was a, a big success. Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree. But or super be. hot take, Brock finally pops back up. Brock is I in Canada chilling. <laughs> he's not coming back. To I also COVID believe Central. he's in Canada chilling. Yeah, he's he's in he's not coming back to COVID Central. He, he's just not. I say it was a hot take. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm, it's, a possibility. it's a possibility, but I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, I think the Blaze is about to take oh. one. I think one more match might get added. I feel like if, depending on how the Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Intercontinental title match goes on Friday, is going to determine if they do a rematch on on SummerSlam. Because I don't know if they're going to leave AJ entirely off the card. Yeah, I don't think so either. Especially with the new thing he got going on. You know what? Oh, speak, speaking of Call that. Call me a bingo. Drop that belt. Have the drop that belt, AJ drop that belt to Jeff. Man, look, bro, on my dead auntie Gray, have AJ take that belt off Brian. That could work too. That would definitely work. I can do see it. that happen. Do that shit. Get Brian out of here, please, please. But yeah, so that's. So yeah, so that's what we got for wrestling this week. Um, and looks like Lakers about to lose game one. So I'm I'm not shocked, honestly. I'm, I'm really not. Like Blazers literally had to make a point, and he, like to me, they didn't even look. They look beatable to me. Regardless, the Lakers just need to learn to make shots. And also, there was a point where Casey KCP looked horrible this game. So, but. Uh, overall, though, uh, yeah. So Lakers is down one zero, but you niggas out here gonna hot take y'all ass off. Uh, but I'm really, I'm definitely uh interested in where this series goes. It's gonna be a fun series. But uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes for the Rain for all our wrestling, NBA playoff takes of sorts. Uh, we uh make sure you whatever subscriptions i mean podcast service you listen to us on hit that subscribe button please hit that subscribe button comment rate all that good stuff is greatly appreciated and as well make sure you uh and just make sure you just continue to rock with us g share and share the content g share it, g and follow us on uh you tweaking media on, on ig as well for snippets of the uh, podcast episodes as well g but uh we appreciate you guys for listening and peace Avita Zen. Night, everybody.